from the new recording lair located deep beneath the Wine and Spirit Store in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Masonic Light Podcast. Studio 665 presents Masonic Light Podcast. This show is recorded by Masons, for Masons, and is for entertainment purposes only. And please, no wagering. This podcast is not endorsed by any Grand Lodge, and the ridiculous ramblings of the hosts are their own. And now, here's your host. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 67. 67? As I'm, as no I'm blowing Jason 67. off the board with my big voice. Jason's head popped. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello there. So yeah, it's our uh, our first episode of 2019, everybody. Hi everybody! It's very, very exciting. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Um, so, you know, today we have our, our first guest in the studio here, um, a gentleman by the name of Tim Deadman, who is a past master. He's oh, got a sticky on the oh, wall. Oh, he has a sticky he has note a on the yellow wall. sticky on the wall. All of the, all of you who failed to put your yellow sticky on the wall, there is a like chance. So on Tim, we'll talk about that Tim later. did donate at least thirteen dollars <laughs> to get on the wall. Huzzah. So today's episode is being brought to you by our sponsors. Who, who are, are they? Who George are? Grove and Son, um, the historic Smithton Inn. There you go. And Weathered Vineyards, DNS Cigars. Um, I don't think not the last one. Yeah, the last one's not giving us any money. That was a joke. Oh, okay. (laughs) And our patrons, um, (laughs) who will give them some special love at the end of the show. Patreons. Ooh. So, uh, also, we have a very special guest in the studio today. We do. Jason, I'll let you do the introductions because you're trying to warm (laughs) Josh into (laughs) being part of the team. Well, should should we should I should I tell our listeners why our special guest is here? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, should we but Josh, should we make <laughs> a solicitation? If not, this is right a under the bus. Submit, <laughs> your, submit your resumes just in case Josh doesn't work out. Yeah. So life for me is uh, is getting busier and busier and crazier and crazier. So uh, as much as I love the podcast and I have no intention of walking away from what we do, uh, I am trying to. Uh, offload some of the lines. You just want to walk away from the work and still be here for the fun. Well, you know, we get to be here for the fun, and then I go home and slave away over the show. So uh, if somebody wants to take over the production altogether, that's great. If uh, somebody wants to partner with me uh, and, and, and take some of the, the workload off, that would be uh, wonderful. So that's uh, that's where mm-hmm. we're at. You know, we built a really, really good thing. We got a good format, and I think that we're in a spot that we could bring somebody on, like possibly Josh the intern. So... And if Josh... Wait, are we going to really call him Josh? No, we can't call yes, him Josh. Yes, yes, we, yes yeah. we can. No, uh, really? <laughs> well, unless you want to think of something else more dis- disparaging. I don't, I don't Josh know. Josh the cabin boy. <laughs> what, what, what can we call him? Uh-oh. Mike, def- deference to Mike. That's Yeah, that's the thing. Okay. Okay. It's Josh the intern. <clears throat> okay, well, welcome, Josh. So, thank you. The intern. Say hello. Into the microphone. Hello. There you go. There we go. <laughs> that's Josh. <laughs> All right, so uh, on today's episode, we are going to... Uh, Besides, talk, we're going to talk to Tim Dedman, who's going to be hopefully help, helping us out with marketing, since we're very bad at self-promotion. And, and we're going to ask you all 
for some feedback in that regard. Like, what do you listen to? Where, you know, how can you share our show? How can we share us with you? How can we make your life more fabulous in general? So we're going to ask for some input from you, too. Okay. And uh, so we're going to do something else slightly different. We normally we go around the room and talk about what we've been up to. It gets kind of monotonous. So, but we're still going to go around the room and talk about it, but only if we have something... <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute, I went to Goose and Gridiron twice already? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, there's, yeah. there's a lot of new appointments in the room. Yeah. So, um, Jason, would you like to start with what's going on in your Masonic year for 2019? Yeah, so this year I am Junior Warden of Lodge Number 43. I did uh. a, a former secretary who's going into the line now, doing it backwards. Uh, still Senior Warden in uh, the Lancaster Lodge of Perfection, because that, uh, that Masonic year runs... Uh, Summer to summer, and uh, still currently assistant secretary in the Valley of Harrisburg, where I'm employed, and uh, you know, uh, with the council of deliberation up there as well, which is the state level office. And I think that is it. No senior warden this year in uh, Cincinnati's Council of AMD, and currently an appointed officer in Grotto. So that's what uh, that's what I got going on. All righty, Josh, uh, what do you have going on this year? We'll keep you on the show so for, since you're here. All right. Well, um, I'm Senior Warden for Lamberton Lodge, number 476. Very good. And that's, that's all? How did and you get away all. with that? Jeez. All right. <laughs> I was that once. Give it two years. <laughs> You'll have a long list. Now, Jack, you it's have coming. a busy year as well. Um, yes and no. I mean, I have, uh, I'm have. i monarch of Ubar Grotto this year, um, but that's kind of, and, and uh, sovereign master of, of uh, Cincinnati's Council AMD. But that's really it. Oh, yeah. You um, just retired from Royal Arch. Yeah. I just moved. I, I'm, I'm a past grand or past most excellent high priest. Um, but that was um, that was an interesting year. I won't get too deep into that. But the um, the big thing for me is I'm principal steward here in my home lodge. I'm a past master here, but I, I take care of the, the social life and the the meals before the the meetings and and that kind of stuff and just sort of manage Steffi Hall. So that's that's my heart. That's that's where I'm I I want to do the do the thing, you know. Think lo what is it think globally, act locally. Uh, I read that somewhere. Yeah. Somebody flying past me on the highway. Tim Dedman, what do you have uh, going on this uh, 2019? Well, you mentioned I'm secretary of Eureka West Shore Lodge number 302 in Mechanicsburg. Um, a couple of years ago, we were like the third largest lodge in the state. Uh, we've lost a few uh, following our merger, um, and basically just through record cleanup and so on. But uh, that keeps me very busy with 720-ish members. Um, and uh, a couple of you have mentioned past uh, names uh, of, of offices you've held. I've discovered that's the best office to hold. <laughs> Uh, not only past master, but uh, I'm also past high priest of uh, Samuel C. Perkins Royal Arch Chapter. So, uh, but the secretary duties keep me really busy, and uh, I'm also doing a lot of training um, around the state with other secretaries, and so um, it's keeping me pretty busy. Larry, um, do you have anything going on this year except for I, um, um, maybe moving? I peed on my glove a while ago. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Well, oh, I, I am. I was appointed. I was appointed as an aide to the Grand Tall Cedar that's, of uh, Forest Twenty Seven in Lancaster. That's very exciting. It is, isn't it? And um, 
<laughs> You're in charge of our Kipling dinner. Yeah, and I'm committee chairman for at least five different committees in the jurisdiction, but other than that, no. I like how you picked the uh, same date as Bridging the Gap. <clears throat> That's their problem, not mine. <laughs> we, we picked it first. Yeah, we did. We picked it first. Mm. Secondly, we're at a much better location. Number two, or number three, uh, we're not going to have the same same group of people coming. Yeah, that's going to be all people trying to suck up to the uh, the mighty muckety mucks. We want the fun people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feel and, the love. And, and our and our and our, 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 our attendees will will come from various locations. Thanks around, for the mixer. We booked something on the same day. Around Pennsylvania, nothing like talking over me. I'm sorry. Well, you know what? Now that we have multi-track recording, I can I can delete you right out. <laughs> Uh, so what do I have going on? Um, big year for me. I'm uh, uh, Grand Tall Cedar of Lancaster Forest number 27, dun, dun, dun. which is uh, keeps me busy because cedars, for whatever reason, have like 50 things on their calendar. Uh, I'm bringing it down to like 30, and I believe my senior is going to bring it down to about 20, and my junior is going to try to bring it down to about 10. So we're going to do it slowly over the next few years as... Uh, some of the members age out and maybe won't complain as much. Age uh, out? Age out? They're dying. Well, that's the, what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I am... Bless uh, their hearts. Yeah, I am Sovereign Master of Junto Council AMD. Congratulations. Uh, will be from now until April Deputy Illustrious Master, and then in April I'll take over as Thrice Illustrious Master of Goodwin Council number 19. And I think the only other thing I've got going on, which isn't that big of a deal, I'm a district deputy grandmaster in the in the grotto, but I only take care of one grotto. And they gave me some crap at the uh, this weekend. I saw them at the Tall Cedars convention. And apparently, the last I was going to go for my official visit in October, and I got stuck in traffic, and I wasn't going to make it, so I just called them and said, hey, I'm just going to keep going to the to the Trocadero in Philly. <laughs> and um, yeah, I went to go see the Dead South at the Trocadero and did not go to my official visit. But I got all the paperwork and turned it in. So that very reminds efficient. me a lot of another district deputy that... No. <laughs> Alrighty, so let's take a quick break. We'll come back and uh, we'll talk to Tim Dedman. Why choose George J. Grove & Sons for your next home improvement project? At George J. Grove & Sons, we've built our reputation on quality and trust for more than 50 years. For planning to materials to installation, George J. Grove promises a home improvement experience second to none. Whether your goal is reducing energy costs, decreasing maintenance, updating curb appeal, or simply increasing the value of your home, the George J. Grove team will recommend and provide solutions that stand the test of time. Call 717-393-0859 for an estimate or visit us at georgejgrove.com. Welcome back, everybody. We have as our guest this evening, Tim Dedman. And Tim, uh, why he wanted to be part of this show, I have no idea. But <laughs> <laughs> he, he's given us money. 
Hey, well, I, I think he is officially retired, so he can't get fired now. <laughs> yeah, that's that, is that it. Well, welcome, Tim, and it's glad to have you on the show. It's great. But to be we here. also we also at the same time, while Tim was so great gracious in giving us money. Uh, yeah, we didn't go over the rules with you. How to talk into the microphone and oh. no tap on the table, like you know, we can't do stuff like that. Okay. And anyway, but uh, is a great supporter of ours. Listens to the program faithfully, and you know, had a couple ideas about things. And Pete said, "Why don't we make Tim our marketing guy?" You know, Pete gets a lot of credit for a lot of things. Pete did not say that. Yeah, I did not. That? I did not. Okay. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did. All right. Sorry about that. Sorry, Jason. One of you guys. You're losing all this weight. I didn't see it. I, there you go. <laughs> well, well, that goes back to our, our normal saying: if you if you say you want you want to change something, do it. So, like we, that's how we always put people in charge of things. If they have an idea, that we just let them roll with it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so anyway, Tim is here. Tim did retire. He, he spent 16 years with the National Education Association. And to all of our conservative Masons out there, please don't hold that against him because he is a good guy. Uh, also, too, he's got a, a, a Masonic resume, and I'm going to really let him talk a little bit about it. Uh, well, that's so, interesting. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so any, anyway, Tim, what brought you to central Pennsylvania? Because you're a native Kentuckian. I am if a I'm native not Kentuckian. And, oh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. There it is. <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> Cue the banjo. Kentucky did beat Penn State. Yeah, okay, did. so just so we know that. So please be gentle. Anyway. I'll rephrase what he was going to say. Welcome, Tim. Where are you from? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't from around here, yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah. So uh, thanks for answering the question. Uh, no, seriously, I was uh, born and raised in Kentucky, spent the first 40 years of my life there, and um, actually ended up in Pennsylvania after uh, uh, meeting, some, uh, meeting my uh, wife and uh, my ex-wife now. And uh, so if you really want to go into that, we can make this show really interesting. But uh, I don't think you want all of that. Um, but... Uh, Basically got involved in Freemasonry once I arrived here and uh, uh, spent, as you indicated, spent the last 16 years working with the National Education Association in Washington, D.C. in various um, capacities. Uh, retired after being a regional director with them and uh, basically worked with uh, 17 different states across the country in, on education policy on training, on that type of stuff. So. When I look at your resume, it's a very extensive Masonic resume. That wasn't the reason for your divorce, was it? Uh, no. Okay. Um, at least that wasn't a stated reason. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Skip ahead a bit, brother. Yeah. Um, no, actually, um, I got uh, involved with uh, Eureka West Shore Lodge. Uh, I really didn't know a lot of folks uh, in the area at the time. I, as I indicated, I just came to the area and uh, actually went on the webs uh, website of the various lodges in the area um, and was looking for a lodge that was doing something other than just meeting. And uh, so I looked at the lodges in York, the ones in Harrisburg, the ones in the surrounding area, and that's how I ended up at Eureka West Shore. They had a really extensive website. Uh, so I just reached out to their webmaster and began a conversation with him. Uh, he introduced me to a couple of guys in the lodge. We met for breakfast a few times. I got to know each other, and then uh, shortly thereafter, I petitioned the lodge. 
Now, uh, in full disclosure, my dad had been a Mason growing up, um, but we didn't talk a lot about it. I remember two or three distinct times of uh, asking him questions about Freemasonry, but he was really old school, and since I didn't say, how do I become a Mason, he didn't feel like that I had shown proper interest. And so, so uh, close, but yet yeah, so far. Exactly. How many people do you think we've lost because of that? No, no, hundreds of thousands. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much every, not an exaggeration. Pretty much every D Malay that is not a Mason. Yeah. Um, I agree. Uh, fortunately, um, I, I started through my Masonic journey before my dad passed. And so we spent a lot of time on the telephone uh, his last couple of years of life talking about what I was experiencing and that's cool talking about his experiences then. Um, and so uh, I really am thankful that I had that opportunity to kind of live, uh, even though it was remotely, uh, that part of the journey with him before he passed. That's neat. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. It's a great story. One of the things we talked about, you and I have already had a lot of preliminary talks about marketing and especially for the show. And one of the things I want to bring up also is the fact that we are actually beginning our fourth year this month. Our executive producer, Pete, has indicated to us that in order to meet the income tax revenue code, we have to have a fiscal year, January to December. So well, consequently, if we have no money, do we have a fiscal year? <laughs> yeah, we do. We, okay. Is that PH? We have a year. We just don't have any fiscals. Our fiscal year is a high I think it's spelled yeah. with a F. F. And uh, so actually we begin celebrating and we are actually beginning our fourth year now. Pete it's is January. Mr. Fiscal. Yep, he's Mr. Fiscal. <laughs> Let's get fiscal. I was going to say, I was thinking Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. <laughs> So else. one of the things we want to talk about, that we want to do some things a little bit differently. And you coming on as our marketing director, uh, give us uh, you know some ideas of what you look and how we can improve the show and how we can improve our communication. Oh, wait. You get to look at the metrics and tell Larry. Oh. And then he gets to... You know, <laughs> do the fuzzy math to him anyway. Add zeros. Add zeros. Well, I understand I was the officially the 150th thousandth listener um, on the third planet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, actually, I've, uh, I've been a listener to the podcast since you guys began. And um, I think the community that you all have built uh, is phenomenal. Uh, but I think with any organization... Uh, you've always got to be looking for um, what's the next niche to reach out to. Um, and I think that uh, you all have done a, an incredible job with what you've done, but hopefully just giving uh, a different set of eyes and ears and thoughts to what you guys have already put in place. Um, and, and really how you communicate the vision that you all have uh, for the podcast. Uh, and then uh, I know I've heard Jack talk about uh, strategic planning, and really you have to start with a vision, um, set some strategic goals uh, for a period of time, and then really develop a plan of action for that. And that's whether you're working to build membership, whether you're trying to increase listenership, whether you're trying to improve the quality uh, of a program, or in this case, a, a podcast. And um, that, that's something that I've spent a lot of time doing both as a classroom teacher before I went to work at NEA and certainly in the 16 years that I was there. Well, well, Tim, 
This may surprise you, um, but we've been just winging it for four years. I couldn't tell. Our listeners clearly know that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Tim's hired. Yeah, we welcome we welcome any kind of a plan. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what we need because we really this is something we wanted to do and we just started doing it and we never thought it would po- get popular. Yeah. So we really need someone to help us. Uh, you know, write a decent show for once. One of the things that I used to talk to the people that I work with uh, in various state affiliates uh, of the NEA was uh, something we called a BHAG. What's your BHAG? Mm. Big, hairy, audacious goals. That is it. And um, you don't always reach that BHAG, and you certainly don't get there overnight. Uh, but if you don't have that big, audacious, big, hairy, audacious goal, um, then you don't go as high or as far as you can. We have a B-Hal. A B-Hal? Yeah. Okay. Big hair, audacious Larry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that's our step one. That's step one. And what's step two? Do we have a step two? Well. Write it. That's what, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. Write Uh, down step one. Yeah, write down step one and (laughs) when in doubt, refer back to it. Uh, No, seriously. Uh, Come up with you know several steps of action to reach the first goal. Um, do the same thing for each one. You've then got to prioritize. What is the real priority? Because if you have seven priorities, you have none. Um, and uh, that's going to come through conversations with you all. It's going to come through interactions with your listeners. Uh, the feedback that uh, Jack talked about wanting from folks about what you want to see the podcast B uh, will be very helpful and uh, uh, I think you just got to try to keep things fresh and you guys have done a great job with that Um, but as with most success stories the intentionality uh, is very important Um, in my retired life uh, I have uh, begun doing some financial coaching and as I say to folks uh, trying to build Um, whether it's a family budget or a personal budget, you've got to be intentional. Things don't happen accidentally. Uh, And that's true. And no matter what you do, be intentional about what you do. Uh, Have the plan, work the plan, be intentional. We're all taking notes. That's why we're being quiet. (laughs) Well, I think we tried to have this show a couple episodes ago, um, but we just we were just to us and just spun out all over. Well, it's such a big topic. You can go down the the road. One of our future guests will be Jim Stevens uh, from Lodge Forty Three, who just wrote a book about running a lodge like a business. Yeah, and you know this kind of ties into it, but almost from a more basic standpoint. Mm -hmm. If you don't know where you're going, you're never going to get there. So that's correct. Or you won't know when you get there. Wow. I'm like, Which sometimes is worse. Yeah. Because, you, you know, you don't know what you're doing right. And so anyway. Yep. Lar- Larry's, Larry's what, calling timeout. Larry's throwing a flag. He's got to pee on his glove. Pee on his glove again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to take a break. We'll be right back. At the historic Smithton Inn of Ephrata, Pennsylvania. We're pleased to serve the latest creations from Weathered Vineyard Winery, along with spirits from Thistle Finch Distillery in Lancaster, all to be experienced in the tasting room of a beautifully restored 18th century bed and breakfast. Cigars by DNS Cigar are available for your enjoyment in the courtyard. The historic Smithton Inn is convenient to Lancaster County's most interesting attractions. Just minutes from the Ephrata Cloister and the Green Dragon Farmer's Market, 
and a short drive can get you to charming Lidditz, thriving downtown Lancaster, as well as Hershey, Bird in Hand, and Intercourse, or Valley Forge in Gettysburg. Whether you're looking for a romantic getaway or an active vacation full of sightseeing and attractions, the historic Smithton Inn will be a welcoming oasis from everyday life, one that you'll want to visit again and again. Stop in and visit at 900 West Main Street in Ephrata, Pennsylvania, or check out our website at historicsmithtoninn.com, or simply call us at 717-733-6094. Just ask for Passmaster Dave. And we're back with uh, Tim Dedman. Tim, one of the things we talked about in commercial break was what we plan on doing, where you think, as a marketing person, this show should be uh, for 2019, uh, this year and maybe into the, some of the ensuing years. Do you have any ideas about what, you'd, uh, what you see, what you think we can accomplish, uh, what you'd like to do? And we'll all help with that, too, by the way. I know you're not new to the show because you're not new to the show. You, under, you understand the show. You listen to the show. You know us. So basically, so what's, what's, what's your feeling on that? What's, well, I think it, as I said in the previous segment, is one of the things, perhaps a good way to start this is just asking you all individually uh, for a goal. What would you like to see as a goal for this podcast in this year? So, Larry, let me turn that back on you and say... What one thing would you like to see this show accomplish in 2019? So in tennis, this is uh, returning the serve. Okay. <laughs> what would I like to see? Okay. I would like to see more listeners. Okay. Okay. And I think we, we, we can accomplish that by improving our social media presence, presence. I know when we first started the show, we tried to do that. And my counterpart over here criticized me for getting all the Grand Lodge of England and people like that. <laughs> but anyway, improve our social media presence. And I think we have a good one right now, but I think we can vastly improve. I really do. And I think it just takes effort. And, but but yeah. you've, you've actually named two there, though. Yeah. You want to increase the number of overall listeners, <clears throat> but then you also want to increase the social media presence. <laughs> Not yeah. necessarily the same. Okay. One may lead to the other, but, but, but that's good. That's, yeah. that's part He's, of one. Wait, one wait. Are you paying attention? I'm actually paying attention in spite of the coffee I'm drinking. Damn. So. <laughs> Pete, how about you? I, I would like us to just primarily come up with a format and stick with it. Uh, we, we, we have some ideas, uh, and we just, we're really lax. And, I, and this is a problem with all of Freemasonry because everybody's volunteering. So... You know, I'm not going to call up and, well, actually, I do yell at Larry, but he still doesn't listen. <laughs> you know, if he says he's going to get an interview for somebody and he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we, we don't have the follow through on things. We're a lot of ideas, but we're bad at getting stuff done. Me, me especially, because I'm, I'm a creative type. I'm scatterbrained. I just keep going. Um, so I, I would like to get a, a plan of, of a new show format. And other than that, I would just like from the listeners some to be to be more interactive. I would like somehow to. Oh, you stole my thing. Well, you can you can expand upon <laughs> it when we come around, Jason. I mean, I think I'm pretty much on par with Pete. You know, I would like to transition into producer emeritus. Um, 
producer of Mary's. Yeah. It's kind of like being a past master. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Worshipful has been. And, and that, you know, that, that, that process is already in motion, and, and hopefully Josh is interested. And, and if not, Have then, we scared you off yet, Josh? Then All right. We, you know, <laughs> so um, logistically, and, and, and you know, that, that kind of speaks, I think, to why you're here too, Tim, is that there's, you know, it's it's getting. We had no idea. I don't think that Pete and Larry, when they started this, had any idea. Jack and I had no idea how how big and how much work it would become. And here we are in a studio that we built with you know a couple thousand dollars worth of gear surrounding us, and it's a lot of moving parts. So I would like to continue to be host. I would like to share some of the workload. I think that our um, you know managing our SoundCloud accounts and and our, our website and and all those things we we certainly need help so uh, I'm with Pete I mean a, a format for the show that's great that's Pete's baby uh, for me I think it's infrastructure um, and just continue putting out a, a good show I also want to say it's before, not your turn before Jack does <laughs> that's okay wah, I, wah, I, I wah. can do that one of the things too what is it, it takes time. <clears throat> It takes talent. I think we've identified all of that. We do all have, believe it or not, a certain amount of talent to do this show. But it also takes money to do this show. It costs us money to produce this show to get it out on the air. And that's one of the things that, in the overall scheme of marketing, we've got to have something built in where we can get funding. We don't want to be PBS, but that's what we're becoming more and more and more of every show we do. So we want to be able to monetize certain parts of the show. And a good marketing program would do that. That's a third thing. For yeah, I know. Right. I'm thing. keeping track. Okay. <laughs> he, we're going to skip his turn next go around. Somebody needs to say that we want to put out good content. Continue to. Yeah. When, when, when do we start that? <laughs> <laughs> when we're done talking about ourselves. All right. Uh, my, my thing is, like we said during the break, um, I was on my soapbox, as I usually am. And I'd, I'd like to know from the listeners, and, and I think Pete said something about feedback from the listeners, I'd like to increase the amount of interaction that we have with our audience in order to confirm that we're giving them what they want, right? We're, we've always, up until now, at least, as long as I've been involved with the podcast, we do what's fun for us. And that seems to connect with a lot of people. And that's great, but it's an accident. And... Every master who's ever taken the East wants to do for his lodge what the lodge wants to have happen. And I don't think this is any different than that. I think we, we would very much, I know I would very much like to know what the listeners would like. You know, there's other podcasts that are going to give you the, you know, the readings and, of, of great Masonic Minds from the past and, and others from the present day. And there's a couple of other podcasts that are certainly worth listening to. But ours is a, is a kick your feet up kind of thing. We're just, a, we're just a bunch of guys sitting around a table talking about how Freemasonry affects our lives. And that's what we do with the, our guests. We, we don't go out and get fabulous. Well, we have gone out and gotten some pretty interesting Masonic scholars and, and interesting guests. But for the most part, they come in as regular folks, even the Grand Master. I mean, he came in here, he was a regular dude. Yeah, we just try to have a conversation right. with him, like men, not like right. underling to superior. Yeah. And, and we're, I mean, that's what we are. That's what we do. That's how we do this show. If there's a shtick, that's it. We're just regular dudes. But if there's something that the audience would like to hear specifically, you know, more comedy bits, more music, more more 
esoteric stuff, whatever. Just let us know. And and we can mold the show to, to become what you want it to be. Otherwise, you know, you 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 get what we have, and which is not a bad thing. But uh, but if there's something in particular that we can do to enhance the show experience for the listeners, I'd love to know what it is. You know, yeah. that reminds me of a commercial with Herm Edwards, um, who I think it was a Bud Light commercial where he goes out and says, you know, we were who they say we were. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that you have to mm-hmm. continue to be no matter what changes you make. You still have to be who you are. And if you lose that, then I think you become very different in a way that perhaps is not as successful right. as you have been. Right. Um, as I understand um, the statistical realm, and I'm a very data-driven kind of guy um, coming from the background that I come from, um, as I understand the data, you all are like the third highest rated podcast in a, with, with Masonic content. And uh, I think that's very impressive. And I've heard that. I'm not sure where that, what the source was, but Jason Lewis. It was not from the same. It was not Larry. It was not Larry. Not me. (laughs) Um, But um, I think that it's important to, as you said, what you've done to build that um, has has created something out there, and. it's it's important to remember that that's how you got here. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying we should change yeah. who we are yeah. and, and how we present what we do. Just you know, if there's if there's topics we can explore, um, if there's parts of the show like Pete said this as we open the show tonight, you know, historically we go around the room and we say, "Hi, my name is blah blah blah, and I'm the this that, and last week I did this and blah blah." We kind of got the impression, and maybe this is just us hearing it, but we kind of felt like maybe that's pretty stale. Um, people who listen to a lot of episodes, they already know who we are. Um, and they all know that we went to Groots and Gridiron on Thursday. Uh, and we, they all know we went to Grotto and okay. But, but this business tonight about, you know, who's taking a chair, who's going what that's a little different. I, I, I dig that. But, um, but the core of the show is the same. I think you know? also, um, and this is just an observation on my part, uh, the activities that you all have focused on in those comments, since you all come from the same Masonic district, have been focused in that area. Uh, and I think having folks in to include activities from other Masonic districts within Pennsylvania, as well as outside of Pennsylvania as you come in, make folks aware that there is Freemasonry beyond your Blue Lodge, mm-hmm. that there's Freemasonry beyond the appendant bodies that you get you know, invited to or whatever. Um, in, in your own little world. Uh, and, and that's the thing that I have been, I, I've learned a lot uh, by listening to your guests come on and talk about their experiences uh, in their own Masonic area. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I indicated earlier, uh, I've been part of a training team that's been going out training secretaries from across the state of Pennsylvania. And one of the things, I mean... Lodge secretaries. Lodge secretaries. Yeah, right. um, and one of the things I thought going into that was that we were all kind of the same, um, but au contraire. Uh, <laughs> I say nay, nay. Yes, nay, nay. Um, and then Sada said I today. Um, but it's, um, I learn a lot, and I think listeners have learned a lot from you all by bringing the experiences here, but also when your guests come in uh, with activities that they're involved from other areas, mm-hmm. it broadens that. Uh, one of the things that I talked to, to Larry about 
uh, in terms of either sponsorships or awareness is reaching out to either worshipful masters, senior wardens, or uh, I would also be willing to help by contacting other lodge secretaries to say, send out a notice to secretaries and, and make the Masonic Light podcast an announcement uh, that folks can gather information, or maybe we, can, we, we could get fake letterhead. From we the could, Grand that's right. Lodge we could create some fake letterhead. Can um, we do that? <laughs> let's not put anything Grand Lodge and Masonic Lake podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the a same, good idea. The Grand Piece Lodge of paper. Gap. Okay. The, yeah. yeah. There you go. Right, there you go. The Grand Lodge of Central Pennsylvania. But I mean, making <clears throat> folks aware of the podcast. Uh, when we were talking, Larry, with folks at the most recent, um, are we calling it a convocation uh, or a communication? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you do listen. Confession, something. Um, anyway, at the at the most quarterly recent quarterly communication of the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania, um, we had conversations at the table you were at uh, with folks that were not aware of the podcast. Right. Shame and on them. Exactly. <clears throat> and so how do we get folks in our own neighborhoods aware that don't yet know? Sure. Sure, we want to reach the outer galaxies yeah. but let's 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 really build the neighborhood it, it was it's an unusual because at that same convocation walking in the front door there's five guys smoking cigarettes in their tails and their tuxes and so forth getting ready for the meeting and they're talking about the podcast mm-hmm. and they're talking about the Roger Kipling dinner yep I mean, I'm walking by we and I'm overhearing this. <laughs> and, no, well, we did announce yeah, it. It's one, been on the yeah. show a couple of times. And, and here they are talking about this. But at the same time, we're sitting with people at our table that have you know when, no clue. You know, when you walked away, they were taking bets on whether it was going to happen or not, though. They're, they want the over-under. No, they oh, are not. No. <laughs> That's harsh. That's harsh. Larry, no. are you upset that there's, like, not paparazzi yet? Like, people don't recognize us? Do, do you want Mason to grab, ask well, our autographs? Well, no, 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 no. That doesn't bother me at all. Larry I mean, Kardashian? Well, one of the things I wanted to, wanted to mention in elaborating a little bit more on what Jack was talking about is that we have listeners, like, for instance, Uppsala, Sweden, and you'll see this in the statistics, we have a few listeners in Uppsala. What about That's a 17 or 18 or whatever it is? But yet, I would love to hear from people there about you know what they do you know what kind of meetings that what, you know a little bit about uh, uh, the Danish kind of uh, blue lodges that they have over there Swedish or whatever or they Swedes, call it. Danes. Swedish. no it's a no. Swede, I guess the Swedish they, <laughs> don't you, think so. you know what I mean don't 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 get really particular here. I can't eat Danishes anymore <laughs> not on my diet I really like no their fish, fish. you'd like to eat a Swede and which, yeah, is, which is in line with what Pete's talking about in line with what Jack is talking about. I want to try to get to hear from people from all over the world, people that listen to us. We know we've got a built-in audience in Australia, and we know we can get, we're talking about... Yeah, we have all seven people in Australia. Yeah, hey, exactly. It, but exactly. if you've got a thing coming up, drop a, drop us a line. Let us yeah. know. We'll, we'll plug your thing. Yeah, and, that's what we do. Typical of Masons... Shut up, Jason. Typical... <laughs> disgusting pig. <laughs> typical of Masons, no one gets a hold of us. <sighs> They'll walk up to you at... The Masonic, uh, yeah, the, uh, whatever it is, that thing we do in the The convocation. Uh, no, 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 the uh, knowledge. Lodge of Research. Uh, Lodge of Research or the uh, Academy of Masonic did, did Knowledge. Did you say the Knowledge of Research? No, he said Knowledge, isn't the Lodge of Research. <laughs> All right, hold on, I'm going to interrupt. I'm Can somebody to... rope Larry in, please? Yes. Larry, Larry, take, take a pill. <laughs> I am going to read a listener email. Okay. Uh, yeah. right. A listener email. I listener like your email. music. Uh, uh, <laughs> 
It has a good beat. And it's Let me easy put, to my, dance put to. my glasses on. Okay, <laughs> brethren. First and foremost, I would I would like to thank you for existing. <laughs> wow, huge, awesome. Huge. I have never been big into podcasts. Honestly, I prefer listening to music or reading a book. But a brother introduced me to you guys, and I've got to say, the lightheartedness and honesty from which you all operate your show makes the craft fun and approachable for the next generation of light seekers. Thanks, Mom. I am a 28-year-old newly raised Master Mason from Mariner's Lodge number 67 in New York City. From interest to raising at our lodge takes just shy of two years. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. There was a typo. But yeah, so they, I know this lodge. They don't just run somebody through in three months. Mm-hmm. They, they take a couple years. So being raised in November, he's only ever traveled to two other lodges in New York City. Mm-hmm. So he said, please excuse me if I know not what I speak of, but you're, you're, you know what you're speaking of. Um, one of the things that bothers me is the idea of advertising the craft. I've heard about one-day classes and was even informed that the Grand Lodge of New York is planning on airing TV ads. This makes me cringe. I was always under the assumption that you had to seek out the craft yourself. I didn't know anyone who was a mason, but as my desire grew, the path became, began to open up for me. And the whole journey was an amazing prog- process that led me all the way from having the thought to filling out my petition. I appreciate it all more because of that. I feel as though the craft is going to attract members who may or may not show up again or attract people that you don't really want to be associated with. Isn't quality over quantity still a thing? It makes me think of Groupon. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. If you have a thriving business or restaurant, there's absolutely no reason you should be on Groupon. Groupon is reserved for those who are lacking, so are willing to give access to their goods and services for 30 to 40% cheaper. Tim, hire this guy. Yeah, really. But then again, maybe that's what the craft needs right now. I don't know. Um... Anyway, yada, yada, yada. Oh, here's a good thing for you, Larry. Also, since listening to you guys, I've had a growing interest in attending the Pennsylvania Academy of Masonic Knowledge. Outstanding. Um, You know, brother from his lodge, Michael Sachs, just recently achieved the Masonic Scholar designation. Nice. So, you know, I don't want to read everything, but this is from Brother Mike Rodriguez in Mariner's Lodge, New York. Cool. Mike, thank you, brother. So, I mean... That makes me happy that, doesn't, that doesn't, we reach somebody. Yeah. Doesn't Mariners do that great uh, beefsteak dinner? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah. that's Isaac's Lodge. <coughs> yeah. We should oh, go well, Another thing, too. How many of us have gone to meetings somewhere where people who have come up to us who we do not know and comment on the show and how much oh, yeah. they like it? And it's that they don't know what we look like. They hear the voice. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen to me at least three three different occasions. Well, you know, your voice. But. Yeah, like Dr. Chris Rodkey says, uh, <laughs> the most distinctive brother. voice on internet brother radio. Doctor. <laughs> brother, doctor. Dr. Brother? Is it Dr. Brother or Brother? Dr. Brother. But so, hey, there's some good feedback. We are reaching people, and somebody also learned about the Academy of Masonic Knowledge that would not have known about it if it wasn't for us. Right. Take a break. All good stuff. All right. Alrighty. Do you have enough, Tim? I've, it's a good Something start. to work with? It's a good start. You weren't you know, taking I, any notes. I th- well, I've, I've got what, I, what we need to start with, but it, it needs to be an ongoing, continuous we process. We are a pretty oh, rough yeah. Ashler. He, yes. can, he can listen to the podcast, and he doesn't t- need to take notes. <laughs> All right, break time. i got to go wash my glove. <laughs> Disgusting. Hey, welcome.
Welcome back, everybody. And uh, we have a, some breaking news from Brother Jack Harley. Good news, everyone. Masonic Light News. News not fit to print. In Masonic News today, the Grand Lodge of Louisiana has announced that the Grand Master of that state has been traded to the New Orleans Saints for Drew Brees and two Masons to be named later. Said the Grand Secretary, we really need somebody who can get the job done. Somebody who can turn things around when it looks bad and scramble when he needs to. Meanwhile, in Philadelphia, the entire offensive line of the Eagles has petitioned to transfer to the Grand Lodge of Jamaica, where they believe they can at least pass block a couple of me- meandering Rastafarians. And that's the Masonic news. So mote it was. Oh, God. Oh, fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> Unlocking Symbols by Symbologist Michelle Snyder. The Unicorn Unlocked. One of the most popular magical creatures of our time is the unicorn. They are depicted in almost every commercial arena in our modern culture and have a variety of personalities and looks. There are even those who believe this fabulous creature existed. And indeed, there are man-made and natural unihorned animals. Yet the unicorn as we know it is a symbol that dates back to the Ice Ages. There are two parts to this image, a horse and a large single horn. To correctly unravel its history, we must look at them separately. The unihorn, where our story begins, is found on narwhals, creatures of the sea that were hunted by Ice Age mariners for their oil, which was essential for oil lamps. An image of a unihorn was likely carved on their vessels to identify their expertise, hunting the great beast. Unihorns were also used as filters, the conical shape filled with sand through which water was poured to purify it. This is why the unicorn horn is said to purify water. As the megalithic mariners settled in the North Country's kingdoms began to evolve and we find the Celts, descendants of the mariners, have mastered the equestrian arts, although their kingdoms were still sailing the vast seas. The princes were skilled in the royal and noble arts of astronomy and geometry and were formidable on the battlefield as equestrian knights. The unicorn symbol, as we know it, manifests here. The Bible writes of the unicorn in several scriptures, portraying them as independent, loyal, and fierce, just as the knights and princes of a kingdom would be. Let us now look at the character of our fabulous unicorn. They can only be lured into a trap by a virgin, usually a princess, and they are dangerous, independent, intelligent, and aloof. During the Middle Ages, poems, tapestries, and artwork were created for royalty, featuring this fabulous beast, and its images found in the heraldry of great kingdoms. There are a few varieties of how the unicorn is depicted, but an old manuscript describes and shows the beast as having a red mane, blue eyes, and white skin. This is a classic description of northern Celtic genetics. Consider how the unicorn is depicted and described in the vast amount of folklore, legends, and artwork from antiquity in which they are the subject. Then place that within the context of history, and we can deduce that this symbol was used as a type of heraldic image for the princes and kings of Celtic royalty, an image combining their mariner ancestors and more modern equestrian culture. 
In my book, Symbology Revision, there is more information on this fabulous beast. For those who love to read fantasy and also love unicorns, mermaids, and dragons, I recommend The Lost Unicorn, book one of my trilogy, A Tale of Three Kingdoms. Well, then books two and three, of course. Next time, we will unlock the worn-out dancing shoes and discover some interesting secrets. get out of here soon so let's thank tim for um joining the team and helping to guide us and, and put tasers and and um you invisible fence along, along the road that we're going down i think i think more, it's gonna be like, helpful more like yeah. bumper bowling is that is that more <laughs> yeah. soft and squishy right. a little bit okay and uh josh you've got to hear some of the dysfunction of the show you have seen the sausage made so if you have any suggestions to make life easier for you, uh, maybe, maybe between you and Tim, we can actually I get think this. In, instead of intern, Sausage Master would be. <laughs> <laughs> Head Scrapple Renderer. I think, I think I like that better. Well, the next step is we need to, we need to hang out and, and edit this, this thing. At some point. All right. That's where the real sausage gets made. All right. Mm -hmm. So uh, anything, uh, does anybody have anything coming up they want to plug? Uh, any any big things? I, I have, the biggest thing I have coming up that I want to give some you know, notice in February, the fourth Tuesday in February, I believe it's the 26th, uh, Lancaster Forest Tall Cedars, we are having our annual Seafood. Master Mason and Seafood Night. So you don't, just as long as you're a Master Mason, it's dress as casual. It's $25, all you can eat seafood, and we have some cedar sap on tap that's also included. But after the meal, after you're stuffed with all kinds of shellfish and hitting yourself with the EpiPen, we are going to do the Yellow Dog degree. So if you've never had the Yellow Dog degree, here's your chance in central Pennsylvania for $5. We'll induct you into the ancient order of yellow dogs. Sweet. Nice. I do have an announcement to make. Masonic-like podcast gala, the Rudyard Kipling Dinner at Media Heights Country Club on Saturday evening, April the 27th, 2019. It's going to be a spectacular night with great entertainment and lots of fun, so please keep your calendars open and plan on being there. And we will actually get this on Eventbrite by the end of this week, so you can start taking registration for this event. And we'll be covering it in social media with our new marketing director as well. So yeah, it'll be on, uh, on Facebook and on our Masonic Lake Exactly, podcast. and on Twitter and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And uh, that's, that's all the only announcement I have to make, except for closing the show out, which we'll do. Anybody have anything else they want to plug? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, the only other thing that I know that's happening, you know, in the, in the district is, uh, on the, on the same night, but, uh, if you enjoyed Bridging the Gap and you're not coming to the Kipling dinner, which you should, uh, you can always go to Bridging the Gap or buy both tickets and stop at both. That, that's the bridge that, uh, we burned down once before to keep York Correct. away from us? This is right. This is true. Uh, are we, is that what the evening's going to be? We're going to burn this bridge again? Sure. Yeah. yeah that's the entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> and if there's any U-Barbarians listening, the fourth Sunday of this month will be our regular Ubar Grotto meeting. And I have our, our speaker lined up. Our first of the year. 
and um, to uh, yeah, we're all we're all concerned that Pete has arranged the speaker yes. for the meeting. Should be awesome. Time out one second, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's actually a legitimate topic we're going to be talking about. It's going to be the medical marijuana process because we have a lot of people in Ubar Grotto, myself, who's a cancer patient. We have uh, veterans. We've got some guys, a lot of people that have medical issues that could really benefit. So we, Jack put out the, the invitation announcement, but your, your, your post was kind of vague about what it was going to be. And our district deputy cornered me when I was asking, I was trying to get a... You talked to your venerable prophet about that. That wasn't... Are we getting free samples? Well, that's like... that's the problem. So I I went to go uh, get a quote on a roof for my house. And the district deputy just goes, what the heck is going on at Grotto and should I be concerned? (laughs) Because he thought like they were going to be giving out samples of medical marijuana or something and uh, we're going to lose our charter. He's going to lose his job. I'm like, no, we're just going to have a speaker legitimately legit talk topic. about the benefits Absolutely. of it. Yes, it and is. And so yeah, he's, he's at ease now, and he may actually show up. Because uh, he, he told me he was on okay, Saturday. So he told me he would be there. Just don't eat the brownies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dessert buffet is completely off limits to anyone <laughs> under 21. So. so just to plug a couple of events that aren't in the immediate Lancaster area. No. Uh, I, know, oh. I know. Again, trying to broaden the circle a little <laughs> bit. Uh, uh, this probably won't hit until uh, after the show. It'll be done by the time the show posts. But Lucius Akaridas AMD Chapters Ladies Night is at Greystone in Lingolstown on Saturday, or excuse me, on Friday. Um, we have a District 3 officer training in Carlisle. And then the... Uh, more than just Corvettes. More than Corvettes. And Sunday uh, is a regular meeting of the Cigar Lodge uh, up in Hamburg, at Cigars International, so uh, if I think have, a lot of brothers might be interested in that, it's, so it's regular, we, right? It yeah. is a re- monthly meeting. Uh, unfortunately, it tends to fall on the same Sunday as Ubar Grotto. Ooh. I know it uh, makes it difficult because you've got to tra- travel then from Hamburg to uh, our meeting in Elizabethtown, but it can be done. So, and if you're hearing this, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Have a great time. Yeah, uh, but uh, quite a few of us will be there. Um, there are a, a number of Masons from all over the state of Pennsylvania. There are a, n- a couple of folks that come down from New York. What, what's the date on that? Uh, it is the 20th, Sunday the 20th. Oh, this will be out in time. Okay, then uh, if you're free from 2 until about 6 p.m. Next Monday is the release? On oh. Sunday, the 20th. Nope, it happened yesterday. Sorry. Right. Okay, so you missed it. But next but in month, the future, in February... Is it always the same date? It t- tends to be the same date. Some of it, Sometimes it depends on the availability of that venue. Uh, they have other events in the area. So check on Facebook. You can just look up Cigar Lodge. Uh, you'll find a uh, Facebook page with that, and they always have the next meeting posted immediately after this. Is it, now I know that, I know the cigar lodge is not an actual chartered right, lodge, but what? Right. But I mean, is there a agenda? Do you guys yeah, have business? No, we okay. smoke cigars, uh, we drink a little bit, and we talk with each other. We have good fellowship. And um, it's just a great time to get together. So and just hang like out. every other event, you guys sit and complain about what's not no, going I, on, right? I, I, actually, there's been I, some really good conversations yes. around those tables. I'm not yes. going to lie; mm-hmm. I've been there many times, and I know that there have been prospects who have come to say, "What's this about?" Who have been really turned on about Freemasonry by it. Uh, I know that there's new Masons who have been schooled at the table about you know what what is this or what should you expect from it It, it's a great i think we need to send uh tim as a correspondent i can do some interviews 
Yeah, there we go. I go. promise to uh, not talk as much as Larry. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name and why are you here? That's Done. it. All righty, Larry, take us out of here. Oh, oh all right, hang on. Wait, 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 wait. Wait oh. for it, wait for it, wait for it. There it is. Special thanks to Effort Lodge 665 for making this studio available. Thanks to Jason Lewis and Josh, the intern, our producers, who make the show listenable and who strive to make it better each time. Special thanks to our news director, Jack Harley. Special thanks to our new director of marketing, Tim Dedman. And also special thanks to Masonic Light Podcast complaint operator, Xavier Breath. And to special thanks to Masonic Light Podcast IQ evaluator, Lois Tescor. Thanks for listening. And our Patreon supporters, Dan Madrigal and Jason Brewer. Brewster. This so, is Jason Lewis. Jack Harley. Tim Dedman. Larry Maris. Josh, the intern. <laughs> and uh, me, Pete. Bye. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to the Masonic Light Podcast with brothers Pete Ruggieri, Larry Maris, Jason Lewis, Jack Harley, and me, your dulcet-toned announcer, Brian Hill. Listen to all our episodes on our website, www.masoniclight.com, or via your favorite podcasting service.